Welcome back, guys, to From the Stands, the Cool Pitch Show. We are excited to be back after a month-long hiatus uh, during the month of August. Obviously, sports were back. It's The summer is unfortunately winding down, so we wanted to take a break um, and kind of enjoy it ourselves um, and let everyone enjoy the sports that are back after being gone for so long as well. Um, and with that, we are uh, excited to be back and to start the show up again with some more uh, exciting content with, again, the guests that you guys are all used to with professional athletes, sports broadcasters, sports personalities, and more. So um, without further ado, we are going to start up the show again, uh, starting this week with a special guest uh, who is Brett McConaughey. Uh, Brett played uh, some professional hockey with the University of Alabama, had a PTO with the San Jose Sharks, and even captained the Whitby Dunlops. Um, before we bring Brett into the show, though, we just want to give a quick shout-out to, of course, our design team, Matt Creative and Matthew DeCastro, for their work on the design logos that you see for the shows uh, through Instagram and Twitter. Um, and then we also want to give a special shout-out to Joshua Solti Photography uh, for their video that you may have seen on Instagram and Twitter uh, last week as a launch and a pre-hype for the show to be uh, to kind of kickstart back into action. So without any further ado, let's get Brett on the show and let's begin talking some hockey with him. All right, Brett McCarthy, how's it going, man? It's going good, Colby. How are you, bro? Good, man. Thanks for uh, taking time up at the cottage to, to be on the show and yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, anytime, man. You know, I'm always down to help you, bro. I'm uh, looking forward to it. We're just up here on the water, down here, a little north of the city, keeping things buzzing. But yeah, man, we can get her going whenever you're ready, bro. Good, man. All right. So first question I have for you is where did the passion for hockey start with you? Oh, man. Um, that's like going back to the prehistoric years. That's down to the to the nitty gritty. Um, I, I think I started skating when I was... Uh, three two or three basically whenever I could walk was uh basically when I started and you know you get down in there and get get things going and it's it just becomes something that uh you know it becomes an everyday thing and, and it was just something that I've I've always done so it was I would say that that passion uh was created down there somewhere in the three three to four years old range and it's been buzzing ever since yeah, definitely. Uh, you began your career in Durham with the Ajax Pickering Raiders in 2000. And during that year, you ended up putting up 63 goals and 53 assists in 62 games. How much work and dedication went into making a name for yourself that year? Um, yeah, man, that was, a, that was a big year for me. Uh, that was the uh, my OHL draft year um, back in 2000. And, um, you know, it was a lot of hard work at that time. You know, you get to the point where it's, uh, you know, you're 16 years old, it's, it, it's, you're going to go one or two ways. It's either you're going to, you know, stay dedicated to that or, or you're going to kind of slip through the cracks and go the other way. So for me, uh, fortunately, um, I was able to, to start there and, and have, a, have a good year. And I uh, was able to create myself some opportunity and, and then being drafted in the fourth round um, by the St. Mike's Majors uh, in the OHL. Um, even though I was going NCAA no matter what, that still gave me some, some other options and in, in which, um, you know, you, you kind of have to sit down and, and really go through it all. But uh, that was a really big year for me, looking back. Um, I think that's still a record for Ajax Pickering, uh, minor midget snipes. I think I had 60-something. But, yeah, it was a big year. And uh, 
that's kind of how everything really started to click for me. So it was a lot of hard work and dedication and some good coaching and uh, pretty good touch around the net too, but. And then you took that snipe show to Alabama when you uh, decided to go there for four years um, from 2003 to 2006 during your NCAA career. What was the mentality for you to put up the same work and, and dedication and wanting to get to that next level for you? Uh, well, that was uh, <laughs> that was uh, definitely a uh, interesting time for sure, um, especially going in as uh, I went down there as a true freshman um, at 18. So a lot of guys that I was playing against were, you know, 24, 25. And um, I always wanted to go to school. That was something I always wanted to do and, and to be able to go play, you know, Division One hockey uh, south of the Mason-Dixie line down there and, and uh, be in the warmth all year. It was incredible. But um, – yeah, it was just, it was, a, it was a challenge. It was a culture shock for sure, um, moving that far away from home at a young age. But um, I was able to walk into a situation in which I, I was given an opportunity, um, you know, to work my way up the lineup uh, pretty quickly in my first year and just had a great four years and ended up getting my marketing degree. And, and um, yeah, down south, buddy, it was, uh, it was just an incredible experience. And uh, that was kind of where... I realized that, you know what, there, there could be something more here. I could, you know, end up uh, playing professionally or I didn't really know at the time, but, uh, you know, I was talking to some NHL teams in my last year and, and a lot of stuff was going down. So it was, uh, I mean, looking back now, it was, uh, it was a pretty, pretty big time and it was uh, a lot of fun down there, man. And when it gets right down to it, it's, it's all about having fun and it's all about giving yourself the best opportunity. So I was, uh, I'm glad I was able to, uh, to live that. Yeah, definitely. We're going to talk about those opportunities that you had, especially with the San Jose Sharks. Um, but during your time with Alabama, you found yourself on the all-time list for goals, placing number fifth, and points, placing number six. Along with that, you're second on the list for the longest consecutive games played streak with 132. How does it feel having your name on lists like that still to this day? Um, it's, you know what, it's kind of, it's incredible for one, but it's something that, doing something like we're doing right now you don't ever really think about it so um to still be number five in goals and and uh sixth in points the 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 other thing that you mentioned the iron man streak that was one that uh kind of got under my skin a little bit because i had missed the game um my entire four years i had knock on wood i had no injuries I never got healthy scratch, so I played 132 straight games, and it was in my fourth year, our last home weekend, we had two games down there, and I ended up getting in trouble, I was at a party a little late, a couple nights before a game, and ended up getting sat out by my coach, kind of sending a message, which ended up breaking my streak, and then I ended up playing the next night, so I sat out Friday and played Saturday, and if I had have, um, you know, followed the rules and, and went back down to bed there when I was supposed to, I, uh, I would have broke the streak and I would have had uh, 134, which would still be the record today. But yeah, I know it's cool when you look back and, and you're still able to, to, you know, to, to, to be a part of, uh, you know, a successful career and, and to be still in the mix. Um, yeah, it's incredible. And there's been a lot going on with the, with uh, Alabama Huntsville, the, the hockey program over the last uh, couple months with some, you know, they were going to fold the program and then, you know, the, the booster and the alumni club, we were able to raise, 
raise over a million dollars US in four days and they ended up keeping the program alive. So the last few months, it's, a, it's, it's been a lot going on down there in Alabama. So it's, it, it's brought back some, some pretty, uh, pretty special memories. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy that uh, I was able to, to leave a footprint there and keep my name down south buzzing, bud. Yeah, definitely. And it's really cool to see like the, the legacy that you kind of leave behind you when you leave a NCAA uh, rink and uh, just like obviously um, records are meant to be broken, but it's cool to still have your name up on those lists. Now, after college, you signed a PTO with the San Jose Sharks. What was it like for you to play exhibition games with them and be part of training camp? And what was that whole experience and what stood out for you the most playing pro sports? Um, you know, what? I would say, especially in that situation, when I went, when I went down there to camp and everything was, uh, just the, just, just the level of, of talent that, that is there. I mean, you know, you, you, you think that you're coming out of university as a goal scorer and a top kind of top ranked guy coming in and you get to camp and you realize that there's, you know, 30 forwards there that every single one of them are are just as good, if not better than you. And they're all big. They're six, two, six, three, and, and they can all skate. And I mean, that was the biggest thing for me was like thinking I'm going to be coming in there being a goal scorer. And it's like, Holy crap, I'm going to have to start dumping the puck in and banging some bodies because there's no way I'm beating some of these D men off, um, just off skill alone. But I would say that was uh, pretty, pretty spectacular is just to see how good, um, you know, and how consistent these guys are at that level. And, um, yeah, and then that, that filtered all the way down through the minors and, and playing exhibition games and getting sent down to the American League and then getting sent back down again from, to the ECHL from there. It's, you know, it also shows you a lot about the, the grind down there and uh, how hard it is to, to, to really make it and to really stick and to become an impact player, you know, when you're getting paid to play. They say it's like 0.001% of hockey players that start playing as young kids ever have the opportunity to make money or make a living out of the, out of the game. So, you know, it puts a lot of things into perspective that way, but you know, it was just a great experience for sure. Yeah. Especially when you get to be able to see, like you said, the grind and the hard work that goes into all sorts of levels with uh, making it all the way up. Now, being a Whitby native, uh, in 2012, you started your career with the Whitby Dunlops of the Allen Cup Hockey League. What was the desire for wanting to play hockey in front of a home crowd in Durham and uh, build a name with, uh, for yourself with the Dunlops? Well, uh, to be honest with you, the, 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 one of the biggest regrets that I, that I do have about the, my, my time with Whitby was that I didn't play earlier. I, I was home not playing hockey, like professional hockey, for two full seasons. And I was living in Ajax at the time, and I just, you know, I didn't, didn't, I knew about the team, I knew about the some of the guys that played, but I just wasn't at that time. I wasn't really interested in uh, in playing. But you know, to look back, I guess that would have been two full more years that I could have played, and um, you know, another two years where I could have, you know, networked and and met some of the guys that I, you know, become so close with over the years. And but yeah, like it was just one of those things where I ended up. I think it was. Uh, the 2012 or, or sorry, 2010 or 11, they were with you was at home against Dundas. They had a game seven. I think the winner went to the Allen cup or something. And I went to the game just as like a spectator. And I, uh, I knew a bunch of the guys and I went and watched and there was like 1200 people um, down there at Europe pop had one and to be down there and see just 
you know, like how good the hockey was for one and, and, you know, that they actually had a following and I was like, wow, I, I really wanted to be out there to help that team at that time. But that was kind of the turning point for me after I'd had a couple of years off the game and, and, you know, been, been able to see that there's still a level that I could play that, that, that is competitive and, and where you're playing against guys that are the same caliber as you and have, you know, played professionally and, and whatnot. So, yeah, it was pretty much that game. I think they ended up losing in overtime, if I remember correctly. But I just remember watching that game as a, as a fan and, and being like, wow, I, I think I can help this team. And, and then the next year, I ended up playing. So that's kind of how it all started for me. Great. Um for me? Yeah, yeah. Bro, you broke up for a quick second, but then it came back. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I just basically, I just said that, that that was, you know, watching that game when they lost in game seven, when I wasn't playing, that was basically what sparked it for me and, and made me want to be a part of the, of the, of the Whippy Dunlop legacy. And, and like I said, I just wish that I could have done it two years before. I would have had two more years under my belt. But uh, yeah, that's basically how it all started, man. So it was, uh, yeah. It was quite the experience. Now, in 2016, 2017, during that season, you were actually named the captain of the Dunlops um, and have been in that role ever since. What was that feeling like for you to be able to lead a squad out to the ice every night and uh, hopefully eventually end up to an Allen Cup? Um, it was cool. It was really cool. I, uh, To be honest with you, uh, down there, coming in down to the season of the the year that I believe I was named captain. I think it might have been my fourth or fifth year. Um, it was really cool. I just had never really ever thought about it before um, in terms of potentially being that candidate because, you know, we always had older guys and Pete McKellar and Shane Terry's and that had been around for so long that I just kind of assumed that they're all so wrapping things up and I got named the captain. It was, uh, it was good. It was a good feeling, man. I, it was, it was, uh, it was an honor for one. I mean, it's a legendary franchise. We all know that. And to be chosen to be, you know, the guy that uh, leads the team on and off the ice, it was, uh, it was a cool feeling and, and something that I, that, that I honor and that I cherished. And yeah, looking back, I mean, it's one of the highlights of my, uh, of my career just for the fact that, I was looked at in that in that light as being a leader and 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 someone that guys looked up to and respected. So it was uh, it was important to me um, in a lot of ways for sure. Now talking about mentorship uh, off the ice for a minute, a lot of individuals that have mentors uh, that help push them and succeed them, uh, whether it's in sport or whether it's uh, in life. Who was that person for you that was the biggest motivator? Um, I would say my parents. Um, my parents were wicked um, when I was growing up. I was uh, fortunate enough to be able to, you know, have uh, parents that that were in a position that they could afford for me to play um, high level sports and 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 rep sports. It's it, it's people really uh, you know underestimate how how much money that costs and and how much time and dedication that you know goes into it. Being a parent that that has a kid playing at that level, so. I was always kind of fortunate enough to, to be given that opportunity and, and I always looked up to, you know, to the way that they handled themselves, um, you know, at home and, and work and their relationship. So, you know, I 
learned a lot uh, down there, and, and that home who would be a like a role model, uh, so to speak, when it comes right down to it, it would definitely be my uh, my parents for sure. Now, out of all the games that you played, you can either look back at NCAA, uh, your time uh, doing those exhibition games with San Jose, or with the Dunlops. Which was like, who were some of the toughest guys that you had to go up against on the ice? Like just in terms of like 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 scary tough like break your nose tough or like just like good players that were 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 hard to play against. Let Let's go both. <laughs> okay, so I would say in terms of uh, players that were tough to play against, um, for you know guys that come to mind right away, um, Shea Weber. I remember seeing him in an exhibition game. Uh, I don't even know what he was doing playing in an exhibition game, but. He was, you know, big, strong, mean, physical, fast, heavy shot, just a mean stick on him too. Like he just couldn't, you know, he had the puck stick handling anywhere around him. It was, he had such a good stick. Um, that's one guy that comes to mind. Um, when I think of NCAA, I think of uh, either Eric or Jack Johnson. Um, one played at Michigan, one played at Minnesota, and they were both – really good D-man. I think Eric Johnson was a number one overall pick and Jack Johnson might have been two or three. And those guys were, were just really, 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 really good. And were younger than me too. So I was like in my third or fourth year and they were freshmen. And I remember playing them uh, Michigan one weekend and Minnesota the next and going up against them because I think I was on the top line. So we would see their top pairing. And uh, yeah, Jack Johnson and Eric Johnson were sick really really good when i think of alan cup hockey the name joel Pripick comes to mind um just a big body um very physical really good with the puck sean blanchard uh from stony creek or bramford he was all in tuzolino too just big bodies that are great against and then in here uh, I remember seeing uh, the boogeyman uh, uh, Derek Bugard um, like those guys are just a different level of like shit in your pants when these guys are out there like like they're just scary men and they're mean so like those are two guys that I remember looking at and being like oh my god I really hope he's not lining up beside me so uh, yeah so I would say that uh Chris Simon, Derek Bugard, and uh, you know what? Another name too is um, Derek jo uh, Derek Johnson. Played for the Islanders a couple games. He played at Alaska. Um, lefty. He ended up knocking. He knocked out in his first NHL game, I remember Hassel's against him, and he's a he was a pretty tough cookie, and still plays in the NHL today. So those would be, would be guys that that just come off the you know come come to my mind when we're talking about something down in and around that area. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's always interesting who you get to face up against. What who, no matter where you are uh, in your hockey career, because hockey's such a small net community as well that you're going to see them one day or another. Um, yeah. Well. Now, out of all out of all the games that you've played and everything, and for all of those that may be watching that may want to get into sport or get into hockey, what kind of advice would you want to give to those watching that may want to start their careers off? 
Well, I would tell them right away to, you know, grab a pen and start jotting down some, some simple, simple things that, you know, uh, when it comes down to it is you're going to meet a lot of really good people. And I, uh, I, I don't care what's, what the media portrays things now and, and the way that the, you know, there's been a lot of negativity um, in the hockey world that's come out over the last couple of years. And you know what, you just, and, and anything in life, there's going to be, there's going to be bad things. There's going to be negativity. There's going to be things drawn from it and they're going to be portrayed a certain way, but you're going to meet really good people. Um, you're going to meet down to earth guys, salt of the earth guys that, you know, you're going to meet a lot of people, whether you, you know, you make it to the highest level or not, you're going to create bonds and, and have guys that, you know, you can always lean down on and, and, there's a lot of really good people, whether it's coaches, parents, players that you meet. And a lot of my closest friends to this day are, are guys that I've met, you know, playing hockey. And that's what it comes down to is just the brotherhood and the camaraderie. Um, you know, and when you're not playing, that's something that a lot of guys will always tell you that they miss the most is, is just being around the guys and, and you know, just – Hockey guys are good guys, man. They're fun. They, you know, they like to party. They, they're there for you. If you're ever in trouble, they, they do anything for you. You know, if you were in a situation where, you know, the, someone needed to help you out and, and needed to go to battle alongside of you, you always have someone that's down. You just, there's not many people out there that are, that are built the way that hockey people are. And, and it's just, Anyone that would be watching this that is unsure of, you know, if they want to play that or if they're trying to write down what they want to do. Hockey, it's, it's just you're going to meet great people. And that's what, really what it comes down to. So that's what I would uh, recommend to all the, the young ones writing this down right now would be write it down. I'm telling you, write it down. Great people. And that's what it comes down to. Great, man. Well, words of wisdom from the great Brett McConaughey. Thanks so much for taking the time to be on the show, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Hey, you know what, buddy? Keep doing your thing, man. I'm, I'm happy to see uh, you're doing well. You've had some great guests on the show, and um, I enjoy watching. I'm a fan, buddy. So I appreciate you, you know, you asking me to, to, to do the interview. And if you, if you, ever need, uh, you ever need me to come back and check in on you, just let me know, brother. Sounds good, man. Appreciate it. All right, bro. All right, we'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. That was Brett McConaughey from the uh, Whippy Dunlops slash uh, pro hockey player, all around guy, um, and a great guy at that. So, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of From the Sands, and we look forward to seeing you all again soon. Take care.